You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Good morning and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and boy, do we have a good show planned for you. And why is that? Because we have a great guest. I'd like to welcome to the program, Dr. Armea Abdu. He is the founder and CEO of Doc Physio. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Rick. I'm happy to be here. Let's get started right away. You've been in business for three years. <clears throat> Tell us about your original motivation as an entrepreneur to start your physical therapy business. Well, I think like most people, it just started with an idea. So this was roughly around 2017. Um, and I just had some inspiration. I drew up an algorithm of how to assess the body. And it was, I don't, I don't know where it came from. It was just some inspiration. And then from there, I realized that uh, this thing is pretty cool. So I just kept refining it and playing with it. Then I spent about the next uh, two or three years trying to prove it wrong. Hmm. And uh, every time I, I challenged it, it just showed itself to be consistent and effective. So overnight, I, I changed the way I treated patients. And I was making some remarkable gains from there and, uh, and what I was able to do for people. So uh, from there, I just tried to figure out you know, what can I do with this to deliver it to people on a larger scale? And that's where we started playing around with the concept of like, what kind of business model uh, can we use to get it out there? So it's pretty, pretty exciting. So, so let's go back a little bit. Talk to us about your background, education, and sort of how you've gotten to the point where you are in your career. Yeah, so in, uh, I graduated from Azusa Pacific uh, with my doctorate in physical therapy. That was in 2008. Uh, I started practicing in outpatient physical therapy clinic, specializing in orthopedics. Uh, so I did that for three years. I moved up really quickly. I became uh, one of the partners and owners. And during that time, we grew to be the largest, uh, one of the largest uh, clinics in Irvine. And we were in Advanced Magazine rated us like the top clinic in the nation during that time. And during like, so right after that is when I actually left the practice. And I left because of a lot of the barriers that I found in working inside of uh, healthcare. So I left there. I worked in a wearable therapy company designing um, uh, wearable like products to help enhance posture and health. So it really taught me a lot about uh, the effects of our posture on our overall health. And so I really became interested in uh, doing physical therapy as many ways as I could. And uh, I really started to break down some of the barriers and biases that you have when you just work inside of one model of healthcare. And it really opened the door. And next thing you know, more inspiration came and I started uh, finding my own way from there. So earlier in the interview, you, you mentioned that you had developed an algorithm. So uh, I get an image of what that might be. Um, and, and you kind of attribute the inspiration to something external to you. Can I love the creative process, and many times I've heard that, that inspiration comes. Divine feels like a strong word, and it may have different, may have loaded meanings for people, and I don't mean it that way necessarily. Mm -hmm. But what I mean is you're inspired from externally. Can you can you spend a little bit of time on how you were inspired with your algorithm? Uh, yeah, so in 2015, my brother actually passed away suddenly. And then three months later, so did my mom. About three months later, one of my best friends 
So it was a really difficult time. And, and that's one of the reasons why I ended up leaving my work because uh, it was just too hard to kind of deal with all those uh, stressors at that time. Um, so it really caused a huge reset. And what I realized during that time is those are very powerful moments and catalysts for change. And during that time, it was uh, extremely difficult. So I was looking for some type of uh, escape from that. And then this is where uh, I was redirected and all of that inspiration started to come from all of the reflection and meditation on, on everything that happened in the past you know, year or two. And uh, my wife was incredible support as well, too. So that was really the catalyst for that change. And, uh, you know, all those same thoughts that many of us have whenever we're confronted with uh, the passing of loved ones and, and death, we realize that, you know, we want to do something more with what we have. And, uh, and then I just came uh, and I spilled onto that algorithm. I started playing with it. And the next thing you know, like, here I am. So I really attribute that shift in my life uh from from those um events wow that's really powerful and thank you for being willing to share that here on the program today let's let's talk about doc physio and tell us about the firm uh, kind of your vision for it how it's different we have a poll question we're going to get to here in a couple mm -hmm. minutes so let but let's talk about the firm first uh yeah so what's exciting about like our team there's uh, five of us total uh, four of them are uh, the other four, three out of four of them have actually been my patients. You know, so this is where a lot of the collaboration comes in. And these are people who have worked in uh, media, film, uh, one as project management, uh, technology, law, finance. So I have all these people from different backgrounds who I can bounce ideas off of that don't have the same uh, biases that, you know, I may have coming from the healthcare industry. So that's really where I found we can create the most innovative uh, products and, the, and figure out ways to solve problems that really you can't fix with traditional thinking. So I really went outside of um, my, my peers, you know, a physical therapist and healthcare practitioners to figure out how we can, we can create uh, a solution that will solve the problems of all the things I'm seeing when I used to work in the healthcare industry. And how do you do that? Uh, well, one of it is all about um, automation, because as much as we want to compete with each other in the healthcare industry for patients, uh, when you look at supply and demand, there's no need. There is way more people that need the help than uh, compared to the services we can provide. And if you look at the numbers, there's really uh, there's about 250,000 licensed physical therapists and only 4% of them. Uh, are specialized in orthopedic or musculoskeletal care. So if you were to take all the people, which is about half of the U.S., about 170 million people who have muscle and joint pain at any given point in time, if you were to allocate all of them to the skilled physical therapist that can treat them, uh, each therapist has about 18,000 patients they have to manage. <laughs> and, and so I've never seen a physical therapy clinic, no matter the how good they are or how poor they are, unfortunately, that isn't full of patients, you know. So I really don't look uh, look at our, you know, innovation as something that's going to replace them. It's to complement them because we need a we need just multiple levels of care, you know, to be able to provide the services and help people out. So as we were preparing for the show and talking, you really um, explained to me that technology 
There's technology in physical therapy, always has been. Any of us have been to a physical therapist. We understand the types of technology that's used to help us. Uh, but you've developed, in addition to that, artificial intelligence as yes. technology. And so we developed a poll question, which, hold on a second, let me bring it up here. I should have had it ready. There you go. Uh, about 619 people have seen it. And the response is, we asked the question, can AI be used to supplement parts of physical therapy? Mm -hmm. And the, the responses were, of course, it's the future. Depends on how it's used and not at all. And so 70% said, of course, it's the future. 20% said depends on how it's used. And 10% said not at all. So the, the LinkedIn community that we, that we share seems to believe that AI could help your industry. So tell us about DocPhysio and how technology is revolutionizing physical therapy. Well, we already saw that with COVID and telehealth, right? Uh, before COVID, you there was a small amount of people who were okay or comfortable with telehealth services, right? So that's one aspect of technology. We go from in-person now to some form of digital care, but it still requires uh, a person. It still requires scheduling. It still requires uh, high expenses, all this typical barriers. The only barrier that it really solves is um, one of geography, right? You can be anywhere at any time and there's a bit more convenience um, with it. But now we need to look to the next level. And the next level would be automating parts of that care. So what we're doing is creating a new branch of healthcare, which is AI-driven healthcare. And it doesn't currently exist. So it's we're really shaping it ourselves and writing the rules for it. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do is to get people the help they need when they need it. And right now, one of the biggest um, things that determines the uh, success of, some, of outcomes for patients is speed of delivery of care. So even though telehealth is available, you still may have to wait a week, a couple of days, even 24 hours to get care. And for some people, when you're in pain, you need the help right then and there. And with AI, we can create that uh, solution for you instantly. And because it's AI, we can also scale it. And it's a fraction of the cost of what it would be to um, uh, consult with somebody. But like I said before, I'm not looking to replace uh, that, that industry. I'm looking to just add another stepping stone so you can get the care when you need it. And if that's not enough, of course, we can funnel you to the next level of care. So this is a big week for Doc Physio. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can you, share, can you share why? Uh, well, we just launched our app. Um, it's on Google and uh, it's on Android and, and Apple and iOS. Uh, so people can go to docphysio.com or they can go to their, uh, their app store and they can download it. And our assessment is free. So it's, it's pretty amazing. All you have to do is enter some pain points, take a picture or a selfie, and then you get instant results. So this is really a feeler for us to be able to provide a service for people and to create a, uh, and, and get enough data to make our AI and our machine learning start kicking in so it can become more precise over time. And uh, one of the things I realize is uh, if you position yourself properly and you provide and you identify the problem, people will demand the solution mm -hmm. from you. And we're best positioned to provide that solution. And, and just like I was hoping, every all the feedback we're getting is like, this is great, but now what? So the now what is, okay, well, if we automated assessments, now we can automate portions of treatment for you. You know, so that's the next step that we have in line in our roadmap. 
okay, so um, you're a technology company. Yes. So you the industry just happens to be physical therapy, but mm -hmm. it's really now you're moving to a technology company. And so let's understand this a little bit better. Uh, I did sign up and I did get a push notification that it was available. So the uh, I encourage others because if half the population has some type of physical chronic pain, there's a lot of need, as you said earlier, uh, for this. So take me again through what I'm going to do when the show is over uh, so that I can at least assess uh, what the, the care that I might need. Just go a little deeper on how the application actually works, if you would. Yeah, so when you first register, uh, you're going to enter your medical history. And then after you do that, you're going to go to the next section where you're going to just uh, uh, enter your pain points. And then you'll be able to take a picture and you'll get a comprehensive report. Now, the purpose of this report is uh, education and awareness. Many people, unfortunately, with uh, the way our lives are, with uh, the, we are we're all working a lot. We're all super busy. So uh, sometimes we don't have the time to check into our body. So we need a metric to make us aware. To me, I look at it just like a weight scale, right? You you step on the scale either once a day, never, every day, after every meal, you know, and, and the reason for that, it's a metric that you can get instantly that can help you uh, determine what's working, what's not working, and just give you that information so you can make informed decisions. And for many of us, um, we're not really tapped into our physical health. You know, so being able to have an assessment like this will be very powerful and create a lot of awareness for people. So at the very least, I hope to shine a light on a huge problem. And the reason, Rick, that we get our the medical history at the beginning is because what I've identified uh, through my practice and through all the research and um, that I've published on the algorithm is that I see a strong correlation and even causation between posture and muscle and joint pain. But what I've also seen is that there is links between your posture and your general health. So with enough data, we can start to see the tie-in between general health and posture. So if we can start to find that, then we can start to inform people about problems before they happen. And that, uh, that puts us wow. in the prevention category. And that's amazing. That's where we're really looking to go. And if we can tell you that you have a problem or that you need to get something checked out with a picture before something bad happens, it's so much easier to take care of that problem. Uh, but our healthcare industry right now, we're in the reactive mode. Wait till something happens, then come see us. And then it's a lot harder and a lot more expensive to fix. But if you can see a problem coming a mile away, then you only need simple solutions to fix it. So an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure is what I thought about as you were talking. Yes. And the second part of it is, is how technology is putting knowledge in the in the hands of the consumer. And this is and in the healthcare industry, unfortunately, we don't think about patients as consumers, but they are the consumers of the and you're educating yes. your 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 patients on preventative, which is really powerful because it goes back to your earlier point, which is there's way too many people that need the service than the service providers are available. So how do we empower the individuals? So um, <laughs> this is fantastic. I love it when technology is disintermediating and reframing how we look at an industry, which is the potential of what I believe you have here. So who's interested in helping you? You talked about your mastermind, your brain trust that's helping you kind of launch the product. 
Who are you talking to to help you to scale this product? Uh, in regards to scaling it, well, right now we're going straight to the consumers. Because like you said, I want to go, I want to bypass the healthcare industry and go right to individuals. Um, and one of the reasons for that, if I can touch on your last point, is that, you know, I mentioned 170 million people have muscle and joint pain at any time. Only 10% of them are receiving care because they have to wait till the problem's big enough to get inside of the, the industry as well, too. So that's that makes it that really inundates our healthcare system with people with chronic problems that are very difficult to treat. You know, so being able to go right to the consumer is really what we wanted all along. You know, so the way I look at it is uh, decentralizing healthcare. You know, you don't have to go to a centralized hub to get it. You can get it outside and then we can funnel you in if needed. Um, so that's one aspect of it. So I'm going towards uh, consumers first just for the data and I'm providing a free free services, you know, for them. Um, but in regards to how we're going to scale it, well, right now we're talking to uh, large uh, providers, healthcare providers, and potentially insurance companies as well. Because for them, of course, they have financial incentives to keep people healthy without the use of, of um, expensive care. So we become another um, uh, touch point of care that can be scalable and very inexpensive and not have any of the barriers of, of geography, insurances, and things like that. So our, our whole concept is to try and make it uh, effective for even healthcare practitioners to implement this inside of their system to keep a lot of people healthy without needing expensive care. So let me rephrase what I what I what I've just really understood of your business potential and that is people suffer with minor aches and pains until they can no longer exist that way and then they go to their doctor, they get referral to physical therapy and now by the time the physical therapist sees them, they really have chronic pain that could have maybe been solved differently earlier if they would have just taken the opportunity to get treatment. And now you're giving people the power of knowledge and posture that possibly will bend that curve of pain for them. Is that is that what you're promising potentially? Oh, yes, 100%. And then doing more than promising, we're delivering, you know, and that's okay. something that, that I've seen in my practice. You know, if you can get your hands on somebody, uh, especially in my patients are very educated with their problems. And so a lot of them leave here, they're good to go. And they come to me when they feel like, okay, this thing is starting to go sideways a bit, but they're much more aware now of, of poor movement creates a lot of friction and that creates pain. Rather than waiting till they cross that threshold of pain, or like I say, like running the red light, they come to see me one session, they're back on track and they, they keep on with their life. They don't have to continue to focus on this. Everybody else who's waited years to get things fixed they have chronic problems. It, it's spilled over not just to uh, the physical body, but it becomes emotional. It right. becomes spiritual. And if you've ever seen somebody with chronic pain, I've had some of those patients, most of them cry when we're done, you know, with treatment. And it's because of the impact it's had on their whole life. It, it consumes them. And when you see that, it's it's heartbreaking. And to know that if I just saw you a few years ago, all you'd have to do is stretch your hip flexor, <laughs> you know, and so... That's really what I wanted to be. I wanted people to understand that, hey, it can be a simple solution if we can identify quickly. And if you don't know and you can't tell, well, our AI can, you know, and then we can offer you a quick treatment and then continue on with your life. You don't have to be focused about your, your health and your limitations forever. It doesn't have to consume your whole life.
So, so you're going to come back on the show at some point in the future, and you're going to talk to us about Dr. Physio. What, what do you see as the near-term and long-term potential for what you have just released and launched to the marketplace? Uh, so near-term, we're focused on creating an assessment that uh, increases its precision as we get more data. And then uh, we want to start to see it being correlated to people's medical history as well. And then we're going to provide uh, simple treatments uh, as an adjunct to our assessment. So that's short term. We want to get it into providers, um, insurances, direct to the consumer. So it's an alternative form of healthcare for them. Long term, I want to see that we grow from just being in the physical therapy lane to general health. And so we can do more screening um, for multiple different systems of the body. And then we can copy and paste that concept in physical therapy across the board. And then we'll shift from being a physical therapy oriented company to uh, a general wellness and health company. And then we can become your first touch point of care. And our AI can become, in essence, your, your AI doctor that can screen you and help you and funnel you to the right place or give you quick solutions if needed. This is really inspiring and exciting. And, and I'm yeah. glad we guys, we have you on the program. If someone would like to learn more about you, or Doc Physio, how do they find you guys online? Uh, well, they can go to our website. It's docphysio.com. So it's D-O-C-P-H-Y-Z-I-O.com. And uh, you can, you, there's links there to download the app. There's some information about our company. And then they can also find us on, on LinkedIn. And we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, under the same name, under Doc Physio. Uh, so we're always posting on social media with all of our updates. I, I really believe in transparency. So the model we have for our social media is to build in public. So every time we come out with updates, anytime we advance our technology, I'm sharing that online so people can see and come along for the journey and help support us. Because the more information we get, the better we can serve people. And we can increase our precision and, and really help people the way I think we need to help people, which is uh, instantly which currently doesn't exist, and uh, but it does now. So it's the beginning of something special. And you heard it here first on Orange County's longest-running business talk show. Dr. Amaya, thank you for being a friend of the program and giving us some time uh, here today. I know you're quite busy, and especially this week with the product launch, but it was great to spend time with you today. Yeah, thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. This was episode number 1,353. If you'd like to find our catalog, it's available on all the major podcasting platforms. We'd love to have you become a regular subscriber to our shows. If you're an Orange County entrepreneur and you'd like to tell your story, then connect with me on LinkedIn and uh, we'll have a conversation. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Francie. That's the same as my website, rickfrancie.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.